Welcome back to the CTO Studio. I am your host, Nikolai Walker. Today we are joined by Igor Mamashin, who is the CTO for Agile Stacks. And just for a quick review, he wrote an article about the seven deadly sins of infrastructure as code. So in our previous segment, we covered sin number one, which is security shortcuts, number two, not implementing automation, and number three, insufficient testing. In this episode, we're going to go through Sin number four, which is ignoring cost optimization's best practices, and sin number five, creating junk. Cost optimization best practices. Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing is that, again, in the rush to deliver, to push the product uh, to our end users, sometimes we ignore some of the cost optimization best practices, and there are many of them, right? From using spot instances to properly uh, right-sizing your uh, uh, servers or uh, Kubernetes ports to looking at your network traffic, etc. Right? Uh, typically, it boils down to auto-scaling, right-sizing. Uh, you know, looking at your bottlenecks. And uh, yes, it takes a little bit ex- of extra time to uh, implement this cost optimization best practices. But you will end up spending uh, more if you don't. Because, um, you know, it's one-time effort that you do maybe spend another week of development time. But you might be saving then thousands of dollars every month. And you don't have to do anything. You know, you just keep saving money automatically just because you have those cost optimization practices built in, you know. And is there a way to put... Is there a way other than setting up alarms or CloudWatch or to to estimate cost or what what I mean is so CloudWatch and alarms and that will tell you when certain physical constraints take place is I guess with 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 alarms you can also set billing alarms right when when there's some sort of oh yeah they will ring you up when you spend too much yeah but they will not uh, stop their spending, right? The way how, how it works. They will warn you, but they will continue to allow you to spend more, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So, uh, keeping, so, so I think sometimes you're right. In the rush to get product out, you think to yourself, well, let me configure the, let me configure the fully featured Tesla with everything imaginable just to make sure that I can drive from Vegas to San Diego versus, hey, you know what, just to get from Vegas to San Diego, you don't need, you know, a fully featured vehicle. Maybe you just need a couple crucial components like four wheels and a chassis and two seats and a steering wheel. Yeah, well, put together an MVP, but don't forget about cost optimization because uh, uh, by investing an extra week of time into writing this automation, you're going to spend, you're going to save you're going to save a lot more down the road, you know, uh, especially if the startup or uh, an enterprise gets into more mature stage of cloud adoption. We actually see huge range of uh, spending patterns. We see some companies uh, spending a thousand uh, per month and some companies are spending a hundred of thousand per month in the cloud doing approximately the same things, you know. The range of cost is mind blowing, you know, really like you might you might be able to do the same thing 
you did with a hundred thousand and you can reduce it down to a thousand you know yeah and actually to address that need we have a new stack coming up it's in beta testing with several customers right now it's called optimizer stack and that's that's uh, that's the goal there is to uh, help you to analyze your cost uh, by using tags and uh, namespaces also help you with finding uh, underutilized resources and alerting you on that and uh, uh, those are a few things that are kind of like low-hanging fruit that you when you start looking at it you can uh, start reducing the size of your cloud bill like if you have an m2 large instance configured but you're not using it anymore yeah it's running in the cloud uh, uh, and uh, you're paying for this instance but nobody's using it yeah Someone, someone said to me also that uh, one of the big no-nos of infrastructure is not to tag your resources. And now you just mentioned that the optimizer stack uses tagging. Yeah, yeah. It helps you to tag your resources. We have an auto-tagger. Just so that you can group them and you can just see across, uh, just like the traditional tagging, right? Yeah, it, it helps you to understand what is running and why am I paying for it and whether this amount of spend is uh, aligned with the business benefit, right? Because it's a very interesting question to ask oftentimes at the leadership level. You know, what part of my cloud bill is spent on uh, each part of my business so that I understand, you know, whether it's actually aligned with... Uh, the profit that is coming from each part of this business. Interesting. So, so that's kind of where you can annotate the different business functions. Like QA created this instance, and then you can start rolling up those expenses and costs according to tags. Right, right. Either by department or by product or by project, by microservice, different uh, companies use different taxonomies, but uh, oftentimes it's just by application, you know. I want to understand uh, out of this massive cloud bill that sometimes can be like hundreds of thousands of lines, <laughs> actually, how do I allocate this cost to different apps? And sometimes you will be surprised, sometimes you'll be surprised is that this little app that uh, uh, you didn't even know exists somehow is consuming one half of your cloud bill. Right, so let's move on to the fifth sin. Uh, number five sin is uh, creating cloud junk. And uh, that means that uh, you create a lot of orphan resources that over time just sit in your cloud account and they're sitting there, you're paying for them and uh, nobody's using them. Often it happens just because uh, uh, DevOps engineers take shortcuts and they don't write uh, code that reliably deletes resources when certain infrastructure gets undeployed. And so if you do a lot of iterations, deploy and deploy, deploy and deploy, you end up things with are not properly deleted and they're just sitting there and, uh, uh, you know, Amazon is not going to delete them for you. You you are responsible to delete them yourself, you know. 
Do you think do you think that if I'm logging into the console to do anything I'm already do, not doing it right? It's a red flag. Uh, you know, I mean it's okay to log in to the console to view things. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, the more you create through the console, the more manual work you have. It's we are talking about it. It's like manual steps, you know. Those are to avoid, you know. Okay, well that 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 sounds good. I feel guilty every time I log into the console and I'm creating things and I'm thinking, how am I going to remember that I did this? Thanks again for joining us here in the CTO studio. Big thank you to our guest, Igor Mamashin, who is the CTO of Agile Stacks. I would strongly recommend you go out and check out his website, which is agilestacks.com. Also, please check out 7ctos.com. Subscribe to the podcast available in iTunes. And for more of a conversation on this topic or others, please join us at ctostudio.fm. As always, we will see you next time.